Hey, what's going on, my friends? Welcome to another episode of the Awaken Life Podcast. My name is Victor, and I'm here with my lovely wife, Patty. Hey, guys. And we are going to do a, the topic of the week is going to be six signs that you're actually very close to finally discovering your life purpose, even if the idea of that is starting to frustrate you because there's a growing desire to find it. And oftentimes when that happens, it can seem more distant than ever. We can feel more emotional and uh, incapable of discovering a life purpose than ever. And yet, oftentimes, these are indicators that you are actually very close. And we're going to dive back into our own stories and some of the different, how we related to these different signs, which as you'll see, will be different. We have a different mm-hmm. relationship with some of these mild, these markers. And I think it'll give a lot of you who, uh, the goal, my intention for this is those of you who want to discover your calling, your ideal outlet of creative expression, just your role, your place in the world, I want you to know that uh, it is possible and to not give up. And you're probably a lot closer than you think. Yes, I am ready. Me too. Good. (laughs) Sign number one, a growing discontentment with your life, aspects of your life. For me, it was interesting because in, in the past, I worked very hard. I took kind of a leap of faith and put years of energy and time and effort into building a gym business as well also a medical marijuana grow operation. These things I started from just ideas in my mind and I brought them into fruition. So it was very puzzling to me when I started to become really depressed about them. I started to become like, you know what, I was like, For a little while, I was in denial because I I did not want to believe, even though I sensed it deeply, that I was not going to ultimately be happy doing either of these things. It was like, oh my goodness, dude, put all the time into this. And like a lot of you, you might have put a lot of time into your life, your careers, your relationship, just just aspects of your life. And it's like, oh my goodness, I don't want to admit to myself that I don't want it anymore. In fact, as the days go on, I become more and more and more depressed and unhappy about it. So do you have anything that you can kind of relate with that? Yeah. You um, do good. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Good. Thank goodness. Um, Yeah. Uh, I know I've talked about this before on the podcast, but when we were living in San Diego um, and everything, what your, your online business was starting to really flourish and I was getting really, um, bored and discontent with, um, like the homeschooling and, and just the day-to-day tasks of, um, you know, taking care of the kids and cleaning and, you know, doing all that stuff. I, and I started to feel like my life was meaningless and I just, um, was starting to feel really depressed and, and I don't like to use the word bored, but, um, like I had no, um, joy. I had no joy in anything other than like, and in anything that was strictly for myself, that was just for me. Everything I did was for everyone else, but I didn't have anything for myself. And it made me feel really depressed and, um, um, really sad about that. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. At the time we were living in an RV, I was building up my, my online business, my YouTube channel and such. And I think we talked about it before. And I always say your purpose is like, not like one thing. It's yeah. just like your next, it's like, it's like just 
living your purpose is like being on your path, the path you came to walk. And for a while, and, your purpose was a kid. Right. And it changed, you know, yeah, it, exactly. It changes as you grow and change through this yeah. journey. So, at, you know, at one point, it was very meaningful and very powerful for me to um, find myself in a different way after each kid. And I, I did, I got really passionate about, um, uh, being a mom and, and growing and, um, in the homeschooling. Yeah. Remember, yeah. Right? And yeah, exactly. But as time went on, I realized like this, this, there's more to me than just this. And not that, um, being a mom isn't powerful. Being a parent is an incredibly powerful and purposeful job. Um, but for me, it started to feel like there was more to my purpose. Yes, yes. And that's the beauty. It, it's no fun to get into a funk and get depressed yeah. and be like, wow, you know, suddenly I'm just not satisfied on, on like a deep level. And I know there's something missing. But that that compels you to say, well, what else is there? Right. What else could I be doing? And that that creates those intentions to help you discover that next thing that will complete you so it's a it's a blessing really otherwise yeah. we would just be stagnant and live like mediocre lives you know not yeah. truly fulfilled right yeah. yeah i was speaking with um a friend of mine and i'm not sure if this really relates but it just popped in my head and it, it made me smile a little bit you know it's um if you always stay the same there's no excitement in that you know, yeah. so that's why change is like, Ooh, it can be scary, but it's fun, you know, because yeah. there's new and exciting things to look forward to. Isn't it funny how we, <clears throat> at least me, I seek stability. <laughs> I want to get on top of the mountain, hang up a hammock and never have to have any other responsibilities ever again in my life. But then we get depressed. Mm -hmm. We get bored. Once you get there, then you're like, okay, it's time to go somewhere else. Yeah, Maybe suddenly, I need to go a little higher on that mountain. <laughs> exactly. Or suddenly you know, there's a new mountain that piques your interest. But or, or just moving straight on flat ground. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we could take this analogy all over the place, but I think we've uh, nailed sign number one. Would you agree? I agree. All right. Number two, this is kind of a positive one. Getting help. Are you going to make it? I don't know. <laughs> she gets these laughing spells. Okay. I'm good. No, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> all right so number two just kidding is uh getting help or signs of, of confirmation and assistance from the universe let's see yeah i remember when during this time when my gym was starting to kind of it was also failing my the businesses that were at the, getting making me discontent were also not doing very well right they flourished for a while and you right. were doing really well and then all of a sudden seemingly out of nowhere it was like clients were dropping off and the it became started getting yeah. stuff and yeah but it was it was a dark time because not only were these my 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 you know my income Your structure bread my bread and butter starting to sort of like d dwindle i knew there was there was a a, a, a decreasing lack of motivation to keep them going and anyway it was a really precarious time in our life because we had sebastian we just had our third child and i thought wow yeah. this couldn't have come at a worse time but ironically when you start to even entertain the fact that you're not satisfied and open up to the possibility that there may be something more out there for you you start getting signs and confirmation and that was during that time in fact i remember reading that book at the hospital after we had sebastian our third child did you say the, what book it was i'm gonna tell him yeah oh, okay. yeah <laughs> what book victor <laughs> uh think and grow rich by napoleon hill very powerful book it's all about this it's all about 
seizing the day, finding your purpose and how to do it. It, it just it's a masterpiece. And it, and it was so spot on, so relevant, so hopeful, exactly what I needed in that time to get me to kind of just, yes, let's do this in spite of the resistance. And you had something, you had a couple things. You I used, did, right? yes. Um, so the first thing was um, you got invited to go to Rhythmia. And, um, Real quick, they might not know what that is. Oh, Rhythmia, uh, what is it, Spiritual Advancement Center? Yeah, it's like a, a place where you go. It's a retreat center for uh, plant medicine. Yeah. Okay, so... Um, uh, you got invited to go to Rhythmia and you weren't going to go. And yeah. just automatically, my first response was like, well, why wouldn't you go? Like I, you know, and then right. immediately after I convinced him that he needed to go, I was like, oh, crap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe I should have just shut my mouth. But anyway, so you went and that um, introduced you to the person that I sat with, with my first ayahuasca ceremony, which changed my life completely. Um, and then the second thing was, um, there was a guy at the, at the gym who he worked there and, um, I talked with him a couple of times and uh, I was always reading books and, um, he asked me what book I was reading and it was, um, a book about ayahuasca shamanism. And, um, so we got to talking and like, a week later, he comes in and he's like, I've got a book for you. He gave me this book. And when he gave me this book, I thought I had the thought like, oh, you're never going to see him again. And I still to this day have not seen him. And I still have the book that he lent me to read. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. And the book was very powerful for me. Actually, Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. Little ironies like that will happen. that aren't really ironies at all. They're just they're just it's just it, it's just the universe supporting you because yeah. when you really start to entertain your purpose, it's almost like the universe knows this is not easy for this this person, this ego, this character to do to the follow this this uh, you know path into the unknown. So I'm gonna hook them up with little books, yeah, little seeds of confirmation that'll be individual to every person. But I've had them, you've had yeah. them. In I've fact, seen it across I, the board. I actually just thought of another one that I had. Can I share that? No, I don't think so. There's not enough time. Yeah, go ahead. Um, well, I started getting the inkling that I wanted to go to Peru. And every time I would turn on like the TV, like it was, a, I would put on the travel channel and it was bizarre foods and he just happened to be in Peru, you know? Yes. And then another time I was watching it and it was um, Anthony Bourdain and he was in Peru. And so I kept being like, okay, I kept getting like confirmation from outside sources of like, you, you know, go to Peru, go to Peru, go to Peru. So yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I finally, I just said, I, I think I think I really need to go to Peru, babe. And he was like, "Well, okay, <laughs> I guess yeah. you gotta go." You let me go to Costa Rica, so it's your turn. <laughs> yeah, my turn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's good. Yeah. So just be on the lookout for those, and know that just the universe sort of saying it's okay. Go for it. It's, it's going to work out for you. Yeah. Uh, number three is complications with situations that conflict with your emerging life purpose so when you start to get on this path or fall on this path to an extent then it'll start your your consciousness will shed light onto areas of your life that don't resonate with where you're headed and I'll, I have, there's a story that came to mind last night when I was plotting this out with Patty 
it was it was when I really knew. It was when I knew for a fact it was time to let go of my grow operation, which was a big financial support system for me. Again, it was hard to let go because I put all this time into it. But so anyway, I, I rolled up to the our, our uh, big building and we were trimming. If you guys don't know, it takes a long freaking time to trim marijuana and we had many pounds of it and they didn't want to invest in a trimmer. And I was like, man, I knew there'd be a week of like 10 hour days straight. And I was like, and this was like, this was in conjunction with this growing discontentment anyway. It was just, it was a mess. Me and my partner weren't really getting along and we had different ideas about what we should be doing and there was just all this stress and I came into this long week ahead of trimming. And then one of the synchronicities I've had throughout my, my many other times when I used to grow weed was water spilling randomly and we were sitting there trimming and all of a sudden, of course, someone was filling up a big, a big 50 gallon drum and forgot the hoses in there. And water just started coming from under the door from our grow room. And that would, it would have taken hours just to, to clean up. Anyway, it was not just one thing. It was just like, that was like the tip of the, that was like the, the straw that broke the camel's back. It was just, it was like negative manifestations that for me held a resonance and had a message, carry, carried a message like, Victor, you don't want this. You don't like this. I know you built it. I know you put all this time into it. I know you got all these ties, but you don't want to be here. And we're going to keep making your life suck more and more and more until you finally admit that to yourself. But that was enough. At that point, I was like, I knew I was done. And you have a totally different, don't you have a different perspective on this? Yeah. Um, I didn't really quite experience that because I didn't have anything to let go of. Like the thing that I was doing is something that I still do. Like, you know, taking care of everybody. Um, and like, you know, the house and things like that. So there was, and that all still needs to get done. Um, so for me, it wasn't, there was nothing that I had to like release and let go of because I wasn't holding on to anything. Yeah. But um, one thing that did start happening was it was really challenging to get Maya motivated to do her schoolwork. Mm. And she started saying like, oh, I want to go to a school. I want to go to a school. And then... Um, and then, you know, we ended up like looking into that and we're like, okay, she's got to go to a school. So I guess it was like just getting um, things aligned to where we could put her in a school. So I would, and, and Lucas as well. So I would have a little bit more um, free time. But as far as like letting anything go, there wasn't, it, there wasn't any challenge yeah. in that for me. <laughs> that's because truth be told, she's much better at navigating her awakening than I am. And that's the, that's the truth. It's just, I don't have any, uh, expectation of how things need to be. So, yeah. um, there's no attachment to right. that for me, for me. Yeah, no, that's the good point. The reason I had those sort of negative manifestations with both the gym and grow and other areas of my life was because I was clinging. Well, my and mind pro- would not and, relax about it. Yeah, and because that was like our financial. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, it was our fine, like basically how we made our money. So it it was, didn't make logical sense. So it was very challenging for you to wrap your mind out of around like letting go of our income. Right. That was my so struggle. I cannot, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Certain things are easier to let go of than others, obviously. Mm-hmm. But the universe, again, will. Uh, this is another form of support. It's just an energetic, it's a manifestation of the energetic distance between your growing frequency and where you're going versus where your, your mind thinks you need to be. It'll start to cause, quote unquote, problems, but really they're just signposts to say, 
Yeah, like for me, to get you to admit you don't want this. You don't want it. So admit that. And then we can, the universe can come in and say, okay, well, this is what you do want. This is going to be way better, man. Right. Right? Yeah. But if you can be like, like, like relax about it, like Patty, it doesn't have to turn into water spills and stuff like that. It just, she can just sort of sense and, and she kind of adapts pretty quickly. So some of you might not experience as much stress as I did. Yeah. <laughs> Number four is oftentimes there are heavy emotions up at the surface that need to get out of the way for you to really be the person you're going to ultimately become. And I'll give an example, a recent example. Just and it, it, this will also sort of go in alignment with my philosophy on life purpose that there is not one purpose it's just like it's just like the next step of your path and your evolution that's truly resonant with you well i have a next step and a next path i'm going to be doing retreats quite a lot of them in all in different destinations and stuff and it's uh on, on one hand i'm very excited about it but it's also very scary it's something that i feel inspired to do it's going into the unknown that excites me and resonates but it scares me and therefore it's kicking up all sorts of heavy emotions that need to be out of the way for me to do this new thing successfully. For example, and I've been sharing about this shyness. You, it's like, wow, you shy. I'm actually quite shy. I'm not very social. Uh, so I've been in a lot of different social situations recently that have really brought light to the fact that Victor, if you're gonna be doing retreats, man, you got to kind of open up and, and let some of your personality out around other people other than just this camera. But again, they're heavy emotions, emotions of doubt, emotions of like social anxiety, all that kind of stuff. But I don't care because I've been through this process before. I know what it is. And it's like, oh, thank goodness. I, it's about time. I'd love to rid myself of this because at the core I like people. I like to communicate with people. And in the right elements, I, it's just such a joyful thing. I just have these con these conditioned emotional responses that are up at the surface recently. And I sort of gotten through a lot of them recently. But this can this can make people really doubt themselves. Like, well, I'd love to do retreats, but man, I'm not good around people. It's not going to work. Look how I feel now. It's okay. It's, it's What's coming is going. It's coming out to be released. Yeah. Right? And you've had this quite a bit. Uh, a little bit? Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just thought, um, uh, I was thinking, I met someone this weekend and he mentioned, he's like, he's not good at speaking in front of people, but he did like a great job speaking mm. in front of a group of people. And I said, did you, you're telling yourself that story and that's just not true. You're really good at speaking in front of people. But anyway, that's a little tangent, but it just was a thought. That's yeah, why that's I was how like, it is a lot of times. <laughs> like me, I'm, I'm actually good around people. Yeah. When, I, when those anxieties aren't there, I'm very social and very yeah. like articulate and stuff, you know? Yeah. So um, on to like my challenge is that I have intense or had um, intense feelings of guilt. And there was also the, the feeling of urgency. Like I need to... Uh, be serving medicine like now like I just felt like oh this has to happen now instead of saying no it's okay you have a, still a lot to learn and that's okay enjoy the process of learning about serving and then then you can you know right. have your time but I felt oh so stressed about it because it was very felt very urgent and I also felt um really guilty because um it's a big sacrifice to serve 
medicine. And um, there's a lot of things that I have to do that don't feel like, they don't feel hard to have to do them, but it's the sacrifice of like being away from you guys and the kids and um, not being there for them the way that my mind tells me I need to be um, that conflicts with where, you know, yeah, what I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So does that make sense? It makes okay. perfect sense. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. It's like she had guilt. She had doubt. Fear. Also. She had fear. She mm-hmm. had impatience. All these energies, all these conditioned emotional reactions to what is life were they, they became magnified for you where yeah. you felt really guilty, really afraid, really impatient to the point where it's like just like when life pushes you out of situations that don't longer no longer resonate with you, your emotions will amplify until you say, I don't, I don't want to feel this way. Right. And then you allow them to kind of release and you get to, you get the, it's a blessing, man. Yeah. It's like I almost look at sometimes your life purpose almost like a trick from your higher self, like a carrot on a stick that that you're compelled to follow so that you transform yourself because as you go forward on your path, you release the guilt, the emotions, the the un, the, yes. the unres the non-resonating life situations. You just you just shed all of this weight. And that in itself is a payoff, is a blessing, yeah. it's a reward. It's super, super healing. Yeah, healing to release those dark um emotions that you're that are weighing on you it's it's powerful yeah yeah <laughs> it's beautiful number five seeds of ideas about who you want to become where you want to go that excite you but also <laughs> scare you <laughs> yeah a little over the top pick <laughs> yeah inspired thinking that both excites you and scares you. Like for me, it's like the retreats. That's so exciting. How cool would it be to like go to Hawaii, have 20 of like my fans, people like you there to hang out with that I, I could really work with in a more intimate way and really help transform and coach and, and help see them get onto their path and how fun it would be to be in the sun and swimming or whatever <laughs> we decide to do. That's so exciting. And yet, oh, what if I'm not social enough? What if people don't sign up? Fear. What if it doesn't work? What if this thing I want so bad doesn't play out the way I hope? So that's just, that's one of the signs. But again, life and the universe is going to kind of hook you up with all the healing you need, all the different books you maybe need to read, the messages you need to hear, the people you need to meet. When you follow this path, in spite of those fears, you are supported and you heal along the way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I, I experience a lot of fear about, um, one of the things that I need to do is, uh, do, uh, dietas, diets, um, to diet plants so I can learn the different plants and, um, be able to hold the space of a ceremony. And, um, I'm going to have to be doing that in the jungle. And that's a little bit, I'm like, love the jungle, but going and actually being in the jungle and having the energy of that is, is a little bit scary, you know? Right. Why don't you elaborate a little bit about what that is? Some people might, yeah. Like what does that entail? That Um, scares you about it? Well, mostly. So, okay. So a dieta is where you, um, choose a plant and you go and, um, if you're doing a dieta in the jungle, right, there's, you can do social diets, but, um, 
you can also do isolation diets. So basically you have a very restricted diet, um, of like no salt, sugar, um, fat, (laughs) usually a lot of times you eat just once a day, a very bland, uh, food and you, uh, connect with a plant, uh, whatever that plant may be. Um, it could be, uh, sage or, um, thyme. If you're doing a social diet at, at home, you can use like whatever plant resonates with you anyway. Um, so, but you pick a plant and you, uh, go in complete isolation and you just connect with that plant and, um, Okay, Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, that, what I was looking for is like the fact that you'd have to go into the jungle and you'd be in isolation. Right, I'd be alone. In, well, not completely alone because obviously I people would come check on me, but I'd be com- like alone in a hut most of the day or tam, tam, tambo, tambo, um, most of the day um, except for a very short time where someone would bring me food. And right. and then go maybe do like ayahuasca ceremonies in the evening. Um, but that's being alone in the jungle is a little bit scary, right? Scary, yeah. And yet you're always reading about dietas. You're like intrigued by that idea. Yeah. That's what I was kind of looking for. Okay, yeah. Sorry. No, no, that's good. No, it's good. That's why I, a lot of people probably don't know what a dieta is. That's why I said Yeah, that. I know. I realized that when I said that. I was like, that's okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. The last one is ready? The timing. For you to finally pursue your purpose is horrible, right? (laughs) The timing could not be worse. Like for me, I had just had a third child. And on what planet would it make sense to close down my only sources of income to follow some faint idea into the deep unknown? It, It The timing was horrible, right? Yeah. Was the timing horrible for you or maybe kind of crappy? <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, cause Sebastian's still three. So he, he, yeah, he, he just turned three. So, um, when this happened, he was like newly two. So, um, he, it, it didn't make logical sense to me to like be leaving him and going to Peru and going to the jungle and, um, leaving the kids, you know, with you and, for an extended amount of time because Sebastian especially uh, still really, really relied on me a lot. Um, uh, but yeah, yeah. So it's like becoming a shaman and all the training while you have young kids. That's not ideal. Right. Right. Yes. But it's possible. And I just, once I accepted that it's not an overnight process, then it, then that sort of, um, dissipated. Yeah. And here's the, the secret, folks. Here's why I, I made a point to have this sort of gloomy sign because it's not gloomy at all. The timing's actually perfect. The challenges I, I was forced to overcome that I was just sharing about were exactly what I needed to do what I felt inspired to do, which is this, this is my whole life. What you see now, all the, the timing is so spot on and perfect to give you exactly the growth experiences that you need to blossom into the person you sense you're going to ultimately become. But on paper, a lot of times it doesn't look smart. But as most of us know, there's a million reasons to not do something. There's a million reasons to put off something. But if you feel that spark, that fire, that flame, that passion, that desire, that 
You know what I'm talking about? It's hard <laughs> to even describe and, and, and minimize the word, that feeling. Then hopefully this has compelled you to follow it. Because as you can see, are all these concerns, all these situations that some are unpleasant, more unpleasant than others, have served us, have actually... It's all been support. It's all been exactly what we need to manifest our dreams, to manifest uh, the expression of our life purpose. And it's, and I can look back in retrospect and see it, it was just all perfect. It always is. It always is, yeah. <laughs> so anyways, I, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I wish you guys well on this journey. I know it's not easy, but hopefully we've been able to help sort of nudge you along in the, the right direction, the direction that's going to really serve you and the whole as well. Yes. And we wish you guys nothing but the best. Have an amazing day. Thank you for watching and listening. <laughs> Namaste. Namaste.